podcast focused on lessons learned via the musician's backstory, as well as building successful careers in the business. My name is Allison M., and I'll be interviewing artists and industry experts and offering insights based on events Wisconsin Music Ventures has produced. Let's get down to business. All right, on today's episode, I want to talk about taking notes as a musician uh, when you're out doing gigs, I am a huge note taker, um, probably to a fault. In fact, I was recently on uh, a podcast featured on uh, the Entrepreneurial Musician by Andrew Hitz. He is the host. He's a, a longtime good friend over out in the D.C. area, brass player. That's how I met him initially. I myself am a brass instrument player. That's my strong instrument, French horn. Uh, that's how I first got introduced to Andrew. And then I started following his Entrepreneurial Musician podcast got into uh, supporting that as a patron and then started just hanging out, uh, doing some coaching calls with him. And so uh, long story short, um, it's been kind of fun to come full, full circle and, and be on his podcast as of last week. Uh, and I talked about taking notes as a musician uh, as really more from the business administration perspective when I was talking about it on his, his episode. But um, I do want to discuss it as it comes to um, taking notes as a gigging musician because note-taking um, and, and really keeping data is really more what I'm trying to get at here um, that can impact how you make decisions in your performances. Uh, that can be huge. Um, it can make so... It, it can be a, you know, money-making differentiator. Differentiator. Try saying that five times fast. Um, for for what you're doing, and uh, so here's here's what I was talking about with Andrew Hitz. Like, you know, for me personally, I take notes on meetings for sure. Uh, who I talk to, what I talk about, when I talk with them. I date everything, put their names on it, so I never forget a person. I tend to use um, Evernote for my note keeping records. Um, I often, because I'm kind of in that, um, what's that in-between generation called? It's like uh, not quite Gen Y, not quite, um, yeah. I was born in 82. What does that make me? I'm kind of that misplaced generation that's not a millennial. I'm not Gen X. I don't know. I don't know what I am. I have an identity crisis. I know that. But I know I still like handwriting notes. But I also am very well-versed in technology. And uh, the people producing this podcast might say otherwise. But I love writing notes. And I love then taking pictures of those notes and then logging them in Evernote or my phone or wherever else I can find them quickly uh, and then file them, you know, categorically so I can um, get back to them shortly. So that's how I tend to organize things. So I, although I like to handwrite them still because I'm a little bit older than probably many of you listening to this, I then like to uh, organize them electronically still. Um, so that's a little bit of best of both worlds, um, staying true to my misplaced generation. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyways, so that's what I do. And I, I take notes again on the meetings. I take notes on events. So that's what we do uh, in Wisconsin Music Ventures. We put on a lot of events 
And, um, you know, to a fault, like I said earlier, uh, sometimes it's a little bit too much. In fact, one of the employees that works with me most, she said uh, a few months ago, she's like, you know, I think we do this too much in too many places. And I think there's some like redundancy. Is there a way we could clean this up? And I was like, yeah, we probably do because that's just how I am. And I like over obsessively take notes. Um, if you saw my house, I, you would know that um, I keep post-its in pretty much every room of the house because I just never want to forget a thought that I have. Uh, so that's the level of crazy that we're talking about here. But uh, yeah, Suzanne was right. Uh, we did start um, condensing how we took notes on events. Uh, the things I like to take notes on from our perspective at events are, you know, what was happening at the event? What time were we able to get it launched off at? Um did we have a good crowd there? Did we not? Why? Why might we have had a good crowd there? Why not? Um, was the musician um, prepared at the event? Was the musician unprepared? Sometimes that helps us to have conversations with, with musicians that we work with. Um, was the music appropriate for the venue? Was it not? Uh, was there a particular event happening on the same day of the venue um, that might make a difference in how things um transpired was there in in our case um you know a sporting event anytime there's a packers game good luck with any any sort of other event happening on the same day uh it was there um a parade you know fourth of july parades happening i you know sometimes they happen on days you don't expect them and all of a sudden you try to have an event and, and you realize the whole city's um somewhere else that day you know because it's july 5th and you didn't realize it that, but that was when they were celebrating July 4th in that part of the area. So stuff like that happens. We take notes or, or you know, we, if, if it's impactful now, so this is one of the things that we changed a little bit, uh, you know, we take note of the temperature or the weather, um, if that is a factor, um, because that easily can be. And if you're looking back at your, your attendance for record keeping purposes, and you see, wow, this, you know, that was kind of a, that summer was kind of a slump. But if you had a whole lot of terrible weather events, um, just because of what was happening that year, that summer, it was extra cold, maybe that can happen here in the great state of Wisconsin. You just never know. Um, you know, it, you shouldn't blame everything on yourself. Um, however, that being said, there are definitely times where we should take responsibility for lacking of attendance. And, uh, and that is another reason to take notes. Did I do everything that I could have to promote this as well as I could? Um, I, you know, this, did I really realize what I was getting into when I signed on to this gig? Did I realize, was I um, prepared to uh, play for a venue that was expecting the musicians to do all of the promotion. Did I ask in advance what that case was going to be? Uh, you know, things like that. So take notes on what happens, what you can learn from that, on the names of the people that you work with so that you don't have to ever ask again. And you know what? While it seems petty, they take notice of those things. They, the venues love it when you remember their names and when you even say their names within your shtick, um, when you're performing, but also when you come back, you remember their names, you send a thank you email. If you can, that's always a good thing to do. They love it. Um, so that's another thing to keep in your notes. Uh, what, I know a musician, 
my one of my good friends in the industry is Susan Irwin Prouse. She is based in Little Rock, Arkansas. We met on some online um, promotion workshops for musicians um, back in early COVID when all you could really do was do online concerts and workshops for yourself. And uh, she was, you know, we kind of knew that we were going to be good friends real early on because we had just similar styles of organization. Uh, we hung out in person for the first time when she was playing here in Wisconsin um, over the winter time. She was opening a piano bar in the Dells area, and uh, she and her husband were. They had they have a duo that um, they they perform in together, and they're amazing. Um, Cliff and Susan. I'm actually going to be down uh, in Arkansas helping them out at their Yadaloo Festival, country music festival. I can't wait for that in the end of May. Uh, anyway, Susan. She, I found out she takes notes on every, every event that they perform at, what they, what the, what they get in tips. Um, and, and that really helps them to determine, and they have, they've changed their set lists at gigs based on the tips that they get at different events. Um, so that is something that musicians can do. Absolutely. And I think keeping track of tips in in general is just a fantastic thing to do. Of course, also taking uh, notes on what you get from the gigs too. Um, that will help you decide whether you want to go back there again or not, or um, whether you want to go back to that area or not, if it was worth that driving trip or not. Uh, do you suddenly have a fan base in that area? Is it worth putting more into developing a fan base in that area? I could go on and on forever. So um, it doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be excessive. Just a few, you know, regular bullet points on you know each event but you know names of the venue and and the bartender staff whatever staff might be there um house manager if you're in that kind of situation um people who you should remember um the board president um those are great if you're in that kind of situation you know there's board members around oh man Board members control everything. That's a little hint. If you are doing any sort of nonprofit uh, event playing, that is something you really want to get to know. Those are the people who control the money. (laughs) Take their names down. And uh, yeah, the names, uh, the attendance, the tips, the money, uh, all of that kind of stuff. Those are just the basics. Um, The gear provided, you might like to know that. The future reference, did I bring enough of my own stuff, etc.? How is it marketed? Did the venue do enough, or will you need to do more next time? Things like that. Um, but, but some of that you can do in advance, you can find out in advance. Did you do enough in advance? Take notes of that, take notes of your role within the event. So, um, yes, you too can be a savvy musician, as uh, David Cutler likes to say. I might have stolen that, I don't know if he has that term copyrighted or not. But uh, yes, these are all things that can make or break uh, a musician's career. Um, maybe I won't say make or break it, but it can really um, amplify what you're doing. It can really get you further, faster if you are taking notes on things. Absolutely. So um, again, you don't have to go psycho crazy about it um, as I have. And I have since been told to take a step back, <laughs> but but it can be super beneficial to what you're doing. Hope you all are having a wonderful week, wonderful day, whenever you are listening to this wonderful night. 
And I will catch you on our musician interview coming up next. I have no idea who that's going to be with, but it will be with someone wonderful. Thanks for listening to the Musicians Venture Podcast. Please leave ratings and reviews from where you're listening from. Visit themusiciansventure.com for information on what we have happening, past episodes, and ways to get in touch with us. The Musicians Venture Podcast is hosted by Allison M., produced by Shannon Coulard, with theme music by Mike Newmeyer. Thanks again for listening.